Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. I'm Mike Freeman, and today we are in Acts chapter 25. As Paul's uh, trials, they continue, and he's he's now appearing before Festus, and and uh, there's a, a lot going on here. There is the Jews in the background; they're plotting to uh, to get Paul exposed out in the open so that they can actually have him assassinated. And uh, and Festus potentially is unaware of this, uh, but Paul seems to be very keen on the way the Jewish leadership operates and their corruption. And so, uh, so here's what we find in our text today. If we pick up in verse 11, here's what we find. He says, Paul, he's arguing in his defense, and he says, "...neither against the law of the Jews, nor against the temple, nor against Caesar, have I committed any offense." Paul's just, he's adamant. He's declaring he has done nothing wrong. There has been no evidence presented. There is nothing against him by way of a legal um, kind of sin or legal crime that, uh, that he should have to answer for. And so verse 9, but Festus, almost reading between the lines, not really even listening here um, because he's got different goals. Festus is Caesar's tribunal, and part of his job is to keep peace with, with uh, this, this nation Israel. So it says, But Festus, wishing to do the Jews a favor, said to Paul, Do you wish to go up to Jerusalem and there be tried on these charges before me? So, so here's what's going on. <clears throat> it's not that Festus is necessarily against Paul. Some think Festus might even be a little bit ignorant of the, the social setting and uh, kind of what's at foot right here. But, but what we do see is Festus, he is, he's constantly juggling, uh, being the representative for Caesar, uh, his, his tribunal, but also at the same time, uh, keeping peace with the Jews. It's, it's, a, it's a tense relationship. And so he, he says, well, well let's, let's just make this all better. Let's, in his mind, let's make a compromise. Instead of you standing before me as the, the Roman tribunal, how about you go back to Jerusalem and you and the other Jewish people, you can deal with this amongst yourselves. Well, let's see what Paul's response is. It says, but Paul said, I am standing before Caesar's tribunal where I ought to be tried. Why should he be tried? Well, he's a Roman citizen. He, he has this right to be tried because he's a Roman citizen. He has been wrongly accused, falsely accused. He has done nothing wrong. And Festus, without really realizing it, Festus is saying, well, let's, let's let a lower court, a partial court deal with this. And so he continues. He says, to the Jews, I have done no wrong, as you yourself know very well. If then I am a wrongdoer and have committed anything for which I deserve to die, I do not seek to escape death. But if there is nothing to their charges against me, no one can give me up to them. He, he's just saying, let's talk about the facts. Let's lay the evidence out according to the facts, according to the evidence. I have done nothing wrong. If I have, I'll face the punishment. If I've really done what they've said I've done, I, I will face death. But there's no evidence. So, so no one, can, you, you can't send me to Jerusalem to be tried by them. I, it, will, it will mean my execution in an unfair trial. So here's what Paul says. He says, I appeal to Caesar. This is uh, maybe potentially something that Festus didn't see coming. Maybe something the Jews didn't see coming. But because Paul was a Roman citizen, I want you to see, 
he he did not exploit his rights. He didn't flaunt his rights, but he knew the right time and the right place to to use his rights. And here, as a Roman citizen, he used his right to not be unfairly tried. But here's what I want to see big picture. Big picture, right? We, we can talk about little picture and knowing our rights and using our rights. There, there's always a tension with believers and when do we release our rights on for the, the service of others? And there certainly are times where we don't cling to our rights, just like Jesus did not. But, but Paul understood that there was the right time and the wrong time, and this was the right time. He could have just said, well, you know, I, I follow Jesus, so do whatever you want to me. He didn't do that. He, he effectually used his right as a Roman citizen, and he appealed to Caesar. But, but big picture, look what God's doing. God has commissioned Paul to be the apostle to the Gentiles. Paul is now going to end up traveling to Rome, the center of the Gentile world in that time. And he is appealing to Caesar, the king over the Gentile world. Now, sometimes Caesar would, he would assign uh, other people to hear these cases. Nevertheless, though, Paul is, in, in effect, he's, he's going to carry the gospel with him all the way to the center of the Gentile world as the apostle of the Gentiles. This is simply for our ancient way, for our modern day. We can talk about knowing when to use our rights and all of that. And, and there is a lot of good thinking that goes into that. But, but here's what I want us to see. Being wise, knowing how to use our rights in the right way, in the right time, God is he is he is overseeing all of that in this story and he is arranging for the gospel to go forward even in Paul's trials how, how about you do you do you yes know your rights know when to know, know when to kind of speak up know when to be be uh be willing to sacrifice the, the, there, there's wisdom and the spirit leads in that but, but I want you to see that even in the difficulties you go through, God is orchestrating the, uh, the situations you find yourself in so that the gospel can go forward. So how, how do you find your life situation today to look? Are you facing some difficulties and some trials? Maybe you have some, some personal conflict with other people. Listen, God's going to use that. He can use that for the gospel to go forward. You can, you can act with integrity, with care. You can stand up for yourself in the right way, but, but in a way that's respectful. You can do all of that trusting that God's going to use you and he's going to see the gospel go forward in the difficulties you face. I, I, I hope this encourages you. I also hope this challenges you to maybe take your eyes off of the difficulties of your life. And, and really cast your hope and your faith in the, the sovereign Lord who uses everything we experience for his glory, for the good of mankind, and really ultimately for, for the, the expansion of the gospel into others and their lives.